0: It's the Jalen Brown Show. He doesn't get enough love? Okay, we're going to give him plenty of love. And I love the way he's been talking in the media after three really good games, two spectacular games. We're going to talk about all of that, how he's communicating with Jason Tatum, and the thing they need to say to each other. That'll make everything right. It's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, Jake team step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry O'B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Prime time, up the truth on the sideline. Rainy J's, how we started. Raising banners, how we finished, Locked on Celtics, pod home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast that shows up directly to your device, whatever app you use. This show is there, so if you're not subscribed, go ahead and do that. If it's your first time, welcome aboard. Hope you enjoy the show. Uh, really appreciate you checking the show out. Welcome back to all the regular listeners. Thank you so much for. Being here, making your first listen every day. Show's available on YouTube as well. If you don't know that, check it out there. Hop in the comment section. It's a good growing community of Celtics fans that are uh, hopping in there and having a real good conversation. I'm John Corrales, former professional basketball player. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I also wrote a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time all Stars." So all of that is to say I probably know a little bit about the Celtics. And today we're going to talk about Jalen Brown. This is going to be the Jalen Brown episode. We don't give normally, I think just across the board, enough love to Jalen Brown. I have some thoughts that I've shared on previous podcasts about Jalen Brown and where the Celtics are and, and maybe, maybe the Celtics should do more Jalen Brown here, uh, coming up. So the whole episode is about JB. Some of the comments that he's been making, uh, I've had, you know, the other day, Uh, I was listening to him yesterday, I was listening to him, and I thought, hmm, man, I kind of like the way JB is sounding. So we'll talk about all of that coming up here. First, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Big show, which means I got to bring in the big guns, Tom underscore NBA.
1: I should not do that. <laughs> I should. Uh, we should tamp that down a little bit. Uh, the, the guns in the NBA right now are. Probably oh yeah, yeah, there. yeah. I'm sorry. Not where you want to.
0: <laughs> I should. Do I have to check into a counseling thing in no, Florida? No, I think now? you
1: need. to. I, well, I mean, for like a day and a half, and then you get to go on Jalen Rose's show, and it's uh, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm. Hey, look,
0: I'm all for. I'm all for John Morant. I'm certainly yes. everybody knows me. I'm not. I am not downplaying counseling. No, I am no, wondering no. how you go through counseling for something like that in a week. Um, but Hey, intensive program. Hopefully things are, yeah. uh, hopefully things are better, but uh, no question. No question. we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. In the meantime, Jalen Brown has been great over the past couple of games. It's been great all season. There's a conversation to be had about him making an all NBA team. And, uh, obviously that helps him out financially helps the Celtics out because they can offer him the most money he can stick around. But I think one of the things that's come out of the past couple of games is, huh, you know, the, the, the Celtics really get away from him too much down the stretch. And one of the things that, that I mean, we were texting about it after the game. My, my, my feeling is that the Celtics are kind of off kilter a little bit. They're, they're not in there. They're not sharing the ball. They're not playing team basketball right now, generally speaking. And I think Jason Tatum is off. And yeah. I think he's trying like hell to get back into a groove. This is what Jalen was saying. We are spending too much time trying to get into our own rhythms right now. So I think that that's a con- something that he's talking to, you know, Jason Tatum about, uh, or talking about Jason Tatum there. You've got, When Jalen gets the ball, he's like, well, no one passes me the ball in the last two, three minutes, so i got to go do it all right now. i got to go create for myself because it's the only shot I'm going to get. And then he gets himself into trouble. And the Celtics are taking the ball out of Marcus Smart's hands, which has a tangential effect of, hey, if Smart, your point guard, isn't finding guys, part of your point guard's job is to say, huh, Tatum is really – Gotten like two, three, four shots in a row here. Let's, I'm gonna call something for Jalen. I'm gonna call it. You as a point guard have to recognize these things and say, all right, we're we're getting away where it's too one person heavy. This is like you go back to the old Rondo thing with Ray Allen and Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, we would be like, okay, it's Ray's turn to get a couple of shots. Okay, now it's P's turn to get a couple of shots. Now KG needs to get a couple. That was really like good good point guarding. With the Celtics just saying, hey, Jason, you got to get the ball in your hand. Jalen, you gotta get the ball in your hand. Think they're taking the ball out of everybody's hands because now you're saying, all right, scorer with the ball in his hand. Well, what's he gonna do? He's gonna go try to score. So those three things are combining for real end of game misery. So with all of that said, Tom, what do you think about all
1: that? <laughs> um, well, I mean, I think you know, you look at point guard play right and and that's one of the reasons why chris paul's always been so great right like i know he rubs some people the wrong way but like just <laughs> just that 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 almost I, I that almost computer algorithmic knowledge of like okay you know spreading the ball around the right way okay now it's time for me to score a few buckets like there's a reason Chris Paul has never averaged, you know, like like 30 points. in it. I mean, it, part of it's, you know, part of it's that's not his game. But also part of it is just like he is a game manager. And that is what you have to entrust your point guard with. Right. Um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting yesterday to your point late in the game. I think it was um, I, I think it was the possession that Grant Williams saved. The Celtics did get the ball to Jalen and Jalen made a really smart, really good basketball play. He drove. Beat his guy, drew Marcus Smart's help, and then he passed to Marcus Smart, who was wide open for a three, and Smart missed it. And that's kind of exactly what you're talking about. Is like, like you know, I mean, in that in that situation, Jalen didn't try to create for himself because he, you know, he hadn't gotten the ball. He he made the exact right basketball play, and he found. You've said this before, turning Smart into a shooting guard, just negates the good things that he does, and and that's exactly what happened there smart had to take that shot. It was a wide open shot. When you start passing out of wide open threes, your offense gets bogged down, gets into trouble that a hundred percent would have happened in that situation. So smart takes the shot and he misses good for Grant Williams for, for, you know, for for saving that that thing. I mean, phenomenal play. Um, But that, you know, to your point, I mean, I think that's kind of where you start to, to, to look at the Celtics offense, especially late in games. And just it's, it's been so Tatum heavy for so long. And, you understand why, right? Because Jason Tatum is a great, great basketball player who has built up all of these late game chops and knows how to, how to operate. He's comfortable operating in those late game moments. It's just so much easier for your offense to go isolation down the stretch because then you don't have to make a bunch of like kind of nervy passes, a bunch of nervy dribbling where you might turn it over. It makes sense to go to Jason Tatum, but like making it 100% Jason Tatum. I think you were, you were the one when we were texting yesterday about this, making it a hundred percent Jason Tatum instead of like 80, 20 Jason Tatum or 70, 30 Jason Tatum. That is where I think you start to start to wonder a little bit like, well, the Celtics have this other star who is yeah. capable of playing at a superstar level and has been for the last few weeks. Like um, there's, there's a lot that's being kind of left on the table in, in that regard. But um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's like, Jalen's been really good, and I, I think your 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 point about just a to, to, the the first kind of point you made, the All NBA team is very interesting because I think the Celtics losing these games like like Tatum going on this little stretch here, Jalen has been so good, but I think the Celtics getting two All NBA players partly depends on them being the number one seed, right, and kind mm-hmm. of having this dominant. So it's kind of this two-sided thing where it's like Jalen has really shined lately. I mean, he's been, this is one of the best stretches of basketball he's played all year. He's shooting like, you know, last 10 games, he's shooting 38% from three, like a really good stretch of ball from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to see how it affects his chances, just given the fact that, um, you know, the Celtics are now kind of, you know, in competition for the two, three seed, as opposed to that <laughs> yeah. one, two slot.
0: Yeah. Well, look, all NBA, we'll have to wait and see. Right. But right. I can tell you this. Jalen has won something much more prestigious this week. Your respect. And, (laughs) and, yes, but and (laughs) the Nissan most electric player of the week, which is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. Jalen Brown was the obvious choice. I mean, I don't know if there's an incentive in this contract. Forgetting the electric player of the week. There may be something that his his agent should start building into his contract. I, but I let me say so. something. 35 points against Minnesota. 43 points against Houston. Go back to the Houston, uh, the Atlanta game. 24 points on 10 of 18 shooting there. Uh, overall, 10 of 18 against Atlanta. 16 of 25. 64% against Houston. 12 of 24. 50% there against Minnesota. He's been shooting well. He has been... Uh, playing defense, he had seven assists against the Atlanta Hawks. So it's brilliant. It's fierce. It's brilliantly fierce, just like the Nissan Aria, um, and stunningly powerful. Some of the drives, some of the finishes have been incredible for him. I think, uh, especially some of the, like the rock the baby lefty layups. This is this has been uh, a, a great week, and I think a great two way week, just like. The Nissan Ariya delivers on duality, a combination of fierceness and elegance. Beautiful but strong. Jalen Brown's two-way game has been spectacular. So, the 2023 Nissan Ariya packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle. It's the electric vehicle for people who love to drive. You can shop now at NissanUSA.com. NissanUSA.com for the 2023 Nissan Ariya. We're back with more of the Jalen Brown episode coming up next. Hey, welcome back to the Locked On Celtics podcast. Thank you for making this show for your first listen every day. Head on over to Locked On NBA feed. Two great podcasts there. Game to game is going to get you caught up on everything in these games. Very specific stuff from both sides so you can get a real good idea what everybody's thinking and across the league so you can get caught up on the night in the NBA then if you want the big picture stuff, Locked On NBA, which I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison of On Pelicans, is a great, I think, podcast for all the big picture uh, coverage of the league. So check those out. Two great podcasts on one feed. Let's bring Tom Westerholm back in. Uh, I was sitting there after this game listening to J- Jalen Brown, and the thought popped in my head. I was like, man, I kind of like how he's talking right now. I like the way he sounds. I think I, I don't know. This is this one is normally I'm trying to analyze and and have like rational thoughts. This one is just purely off the top of my head and just like it feels to me like you know he he he's had these performances. The Celtics are struggling. Maybe he's felt like a little bit of a second banana. I think right now he's like you know what? It's been me. I've been the guy that stepped up. Everyone else hasn't stepped up. You know I, I, I'm I'm staking my claim here. I'm going out here. I'm speaking like a leader. I'm I'm calling guys out. He had the, the comment after the Houston game where he said, we can't abandon our team by talking to the officials and not getting back and getting scored on, which people interpreted as a Jason Tatum thing. That was absolutely a Marcus Smart thing, where Marcus Smart missed the corner three against Kenya Martin, and Martin sprinted back and got the dunk and smart was behind him because smart took, it seemed like forever. I don't know what the hell was going on down there. Those, both those guys took a long time yes. to get get over the half court. Uh, but he's, he's calling those guys out. He's talking about people not cheering on the bench. He's calling out the bench for not being active and, <laughs> and being part of the game. It's, it's diplomatic, but stern. He's, he's, he's not mincing words. He's like, we need to be this way. And he's mixing in some of the, well, I'm being this way. So he is pumping himself up a little bit. So there is a little element of that. But also he, he is he's he's calling, him, he's calling the guys out. He's like, hey, this is how we got to be. And I, I like what I'm hearing from, from Jalen. I like the fact that he's stepping up and saying, because that Houston game where he had a great game, the, I said this in my in my last podcast with Chad. He had a great game. He had it going. Jason Tatum didn't have a good game. The team kind of followed Tatum into the malaise. And Jalen was like, all right, let's go. It's like uh, uh, Animal House where John Belushi's making that big speech. He's like, let's go. And he runs out and no one follows him. It's like <laughs> – come on, man. So I think, I think he's kind of, maybe, maybe he's had enough of that. And he's just like, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and mince words. You guys got to step up because I'm stepping up.
1: Yeah. I I mean, you know, I mean, you, you drew the parallel um, when we were talking beforehand to, to smart calling the team out last year. Right. And, yeah. and now it's like, now that we're, we're seeing kind of, I, I mean, we're, we're really seeing this, this, this interesting progression over the last like few years with, both Jalen and and Tatum. I mean, I think um, you know, neither of those guys throughout the first little bit of their career, they always had veterans, right? They always had guys who could who could kind of show them. And now they are taking over that mantle. They're they're kind of calling people out, they're trying to bring people along, like you said. And um, you know, I think it's it's crucial that they be able to do that with each other, right? Like, like it's it's crucial that, yeah, like like Jalen, like you said, he's he he's he's stepping up in a big way right now. And I mean I I think Jalen is right when he, you know, when he kind of references Tatum, like like what you said, like getting into a rhythm matters certainly, but like you do that within the flow of the game, and like your teammates around you are talented enough. Jalen is more than talented enough to make up the difference if you need to play yourself into like a rhythm by playing within the flow of the game. It's fine; you'll still win basketball games. This team is very, very talented. So I mean, I think it's it's really good to to, you know to to Jalen's. Yeah, you, you, you got to remind people they like, like, like that's, you know, that I mean that we in the media, we use these quotes like, you know, for our stories and everything. But like, you know, players send messages through that, too. Right. Like players. Absolutely. Send, like, obviously, they send messages through the media. And I mean, that's that's a good one. Right. Like, you know, every, like, hey, guys, come on. I'm, I'm doing a lot here. Like, I know everybody's kind of tired. I know um you know i i know we we shot out at like a cannon at the at the start of the season and now we're all kind of kind of exhausted after a couple of very long years but like i'm still in it I, like come on be in this with me that's a good thing to project
0: yeah and and i think that brown um brings up point that i think it well first of all it's something i've been saying here is they they, they get away from the things that work, right? We've talked about the get away from the, th- the things that work. And I don't know what Marcus Smart is going through. I-, I believe he's being used out of position and that's part of the problem. But the very easy solution to all of this is play a little bit faster and move. Remember at the beginning of the season, I talked to Joe, I asked a Joe Missoula question in the, the press conference. And it's like, you're, you guys actually prevent turnovers by passing the ball more. And he said, oh, wow, I never thought about that. And it was like a, kind of like a fun little moment that we had. And everybody was busting my balls because Joe had like this moment with me. And, but they, they don't do that anymore. Everybody's so worried about, okay, we got to go ISO so we don't turn the ball over. You turn the ball over when you're going iso. What, what was the hallmark of the finals loss? Trying to do too much, getting caught, trying to do too much, isolation, turning the ball over. Live ball turnovers going the other way. So I don't know where this whole philosophy of, well, you don't want to pass too much because you don't want to run too much because then you might turn the ball over. You think the Celtics aren't turning the ball over in, down the stretch? Is that, is that a thing? Do people actually say, how can you say that with a straight face to us and expect us to believe you're, you're going ISO because you don't want to turn the ball over when crunch time turnovers are a problem right. for well, these guys? Yeah. yeah. Right? So don't give me that crap. Move the ball. <laughs> Run your pick and rolls. Make quick decisions before the defense can react. That's how you prevent the turnovers by moving the ball and getting guys out of position. So they don't, they can't get into a passing lane. You've eliminated the passing lanes because guys are in rotation and they're helping. This is the thing. This is, this is kind of what Jalen's been talking about. let's just play ball. This is what drives me crazy, Tom. It just drives me nuts. It's like, I don't know. It's like talking out of both sides of, of their mouths down the stretch. Um, and if they just get to that and I'm not asking for like Princeton offense <laughs> down the stretch, but you know, one pick and roll isn't enough. You run something. You can make you can make more than two passes. You go the whole game without turning the ball over, running that offense. Why all of a sudden in the last three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, is it so risky? to, to, to play that style of basketball, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Yeah. I I mean, it's, you know, it's just kind of like the, uh, the, uh, the kind of like the commonly agreed upon logic, right. Where it's like, Oh, and, but I mean, realistically you look at, you know, that the, the game, uh, last night, uh, two nights ago, when you, when you're listening to this, like you look at that game, right. The, the, the isolation play that, that Tatum did was like he tried to shoot a three over Rudy Gobert oh and it was like God. I mean it was an ugly awesome. ugly play ugly and like and, and I don't, even, and Brown I, don't even, I don't even really respect open. Rudy Gobert I just think like you, you know like you don't you didn't he didn't create anything good and like you said Jalen was wide open over like on the other side of the court I mean Tatum kind of started to make his move around like seven seconds left on the shot clock so I don't know maybe he just like thought that if he passed it, Jalen would be catching it at like four seconds. Like, I, I don't know, but um, probably would have been better than, than what he got because that, that, sh- that shot was not uh, like just – I mean, especially especially on a night where Tatum was, what, 0 for 8 at that point? Like, yeah, like it had no chance of going in.
0: Yeah. Um, this Jalen-Jason dynamic is really interesting. And he said something interesting after the game about him and Tatum getting together. Yeah. Let's talk talk about that in just a second. First, today's show brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, I am, I I referenced it at the beginning of the podcast, I am a big proponent of helping yourself. Get to a spot where you are helping yourself through therapy. I've done it. I believe in it wholeheartedly. But I know how hard it is because you're sitting there saying, well, it's expensive. I got to go to whichever two or three people might be around me. I got to drive, I got to take time out of my schedule, no one's going to understand. I've heard it all, I've said it all, I get it. But BetterHelp can actually help you out because it's all done online, okay? It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You set up and fill out a, a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist. You can do it through text. you can do it through a uh, video chat, you can do it through the phone, However you feel comfortable, and if you just aren't clicking, you can just switch to somebody else, which is hard to do in person because now you're like, okay, I've, narrowed, I've taken that one person out and now hopefully one of these other people is going to be good. Better help. That switch is super easy and same idea. You can, do it however you want on your schedule. Um, you know that sometimes it's just a, a fine tuning. I'm not feeling my best. Let me just go talk some things through. Maybe you're you're feeling uh, worse. Maybe you're feeling some level of anxiety. Maybe you just need to deepen your, your sense of self-awareness and understanding. Why do I do these things? Why am I like this? I've said that to myself many, many times. Why am I like this? Well, that's where therapy comes in. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. You can visit BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Today, you can get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on NBA. After the win over Minnesota, Jalen Brown said that he is talking a lot more to um, I think people want to make more of... Of that, but people want to read into that a little bit, like, well, why weren't you talking before? What wasn't going? On? You know, what was going on before? They're different people, yeah. right? They're different. I think everybody can agree that Jalen and Jason have different personalities, right? They're different, different folks. Jason's got a kid; he's going to be worried about certain things. Jason does a lot of ads, so he's going to be busy. Jalen has talks that he does and things. They're they're different people. They have different focuses off the court, but. Jalen said that he and and Tatum are going to spend more time together, talk some things through. And I think some of the things that we just talked about in that second segment, like take, grab a bottle of wine or a box of wine for all, you know, just grab something, grab something good. You guys are both rich. Get some of the good stuff, crack it open, sit in. One of you must have a home theater, grab some game fill, just crack that bottle open. Or I, you know, what am I, I say, crack that bottle open. I'm clearly. I'm clearly a sommelier over here, Tom. (laughs) Um, Uncork the bottle, sniff the cork, and talk about, hey, Jason, why didn't you pass me the ball here? I think that more than the coach, this type of stuff, at the NBA level, your professionals, you guys figure this out. You guys figure out why you're going my turn, your turn, too often down the stretch. You guys figure it out. You're the leaders. You can be the... Joe Mazula can say it till he's blue in the face. You guys on the court actually have to do it. So I like hearing that he and Tatum are going to be spending more time together, communicating better, and hopefully finding some common ground,
1: some results. Yeah, I mean it's it's an interesting way of looking at it, right? Because like in the NBA, you're 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 professionals, right? You're all like we've talked about this before. You're all adults. Like you have a coach, and your coach is going to tell you how to do things. But like the onus is on is on the players to a much larger extent. Right. Because because, because you're grown ups, like you're you're, you're you've you've right. done real world things. You have a child. You probably have, you know, like you have houses that you own and stuff, like, yeah. you know, like businesses like, that you run, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like like yeah, you have a clothing line you might have, you know, you're doing Rakuten commercials or whatever, you know, like <laughs> like you are an adult now. And part of that is like, OK you know, you're in this very high powered, high paying profession with a lot of pressure and you have to do it as part of a team with other people. And a big part of that is like you were saying, like coming together and having these tough conversations that you, you know, that you might, you know, that, that, I mean, you know, like, I don't know if, if if I was working, you know, like a like a lower pressure job I might not have to have those conversations right but like sure these things are all happening under a like a microscope like everybody you know um, is asking you questions about this all the time you need to win games and you need to like figure out how to do that with the other superstar who's on your team and you know I, I think you're exactly right like it like these guys are different they I, I think you could probably, like I have no idea whether they would, you know, classify themselves as, you know, like friends or, or whatever. But they they clearly work well together and have have been working well together mm-hmm. for a long time. And now it's very and now it's important that they kind of like work together to sort through this tough stretch. And it's it's encouraging that they both know the importance of that. That they both know, like, okay, um, yeah, like we need we need to talk. We need to like kind of get together. We need to um, communicate through some of these issues. And I mean, I think if I'm if I'm if I recall correctly, I think Jalen said they've already been doing that. To yeah, an extent. Yeah, like they've yeah. already been talking. Like so, yeah. I mean, that's good stuff. That's that's really important. I and you know, like, look, the, we've said it a hundred times. The Celtic season rides on those two figuring everything out together. So, um, yeah, good. You're, you're talking. Please, yeah. like, you know, you should keep doing that. That's you know, two thumbs up.
0: You should. I'm a big proponent of talking through things. Yeah. Something comes up, you say it, and then even if somebody's pissed off you work through it. That, that to me has always been like the best course of action for most problems. Um, there's a very real discussion for these guys to have with one another. And it's just like any relationship. And, and like you said, the, these guys aren't, I don't think they're friends necessarily off the floor. They, they've said that, they've said as much over yeah. the course of the year. Like, I compare them to any friends that I've had at work that are you know you 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 go you have a great time i like the people i've worked in many newsrooms i've really liked a lot of these people and when i left work hey every once in a while maybe we'd go grab a beer after after work on a friday um but most of the time i wouldn't see them on the weekends i wouldn't be you know I, i have other friends closer friends that i would be hanging out with. Um, or a significant other, you know, you, that's in the NBA, kids. you have right kids in the NBA. You have precious little time at home during the course of the regular season. Yeah. These guys are on the road for two weeks right now. You think Al Horford sits there and is like, I can't wait to go home and hang out with Robert Williams. Like, no man, he's going to go home to his wife and I don't know, 10, 15 kids that they have now, <laughs> whatever it's like that they're going to go and, and you know, live a normal life like a family would because this is work. Yep. This is work for them. And you are adults now. (laughs) And you are adults. This isn't like when I was in college and if the coach called my room, it was like, Oh no, what's coach want? And, or if coach said, Hey, you do this. And we were like, yes, 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 coach. Yes, coach. That's not how the NBA works at all. At all. Um, Maybe you get a little bit of that with uh, uh, an OKC Thunder team. You know,
1: you get some of that. No, you know who's getting it right now is the Spurs. Like yeah. That's, yes, that's, right. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's a great example. It's a great example of a bunch of guys like when Greg Popovich, I mean, hell, Greg Popovich came in here and gave me advice to talk about like how to do the podcast. I'd be like, yes, coach, you know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm damn near 50. So <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. But. These guys, you you have to work things out, and you can fold in Marcus Smart, and you can fold in other guys. It's on them. Missoula can say what he wants to say, and he can have a role in this too, and assistants can have a role in this too. But when you're in your 20s at this level, making the money that you're making, figure it out. Figure it out amongst yourselves. And I would would rather have a bunch of guys get together, and you can call it a players-only meeting if you want, but I would rather have a bunch of guys get together and hash it out and come to a place where they agree rather than a coach coaching edict where everybody begrudgingly is doing something.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, like uh, um, I, I, I started to say something that I completely blanked on the guy's name, That that's, that sounds like Jim Boylan, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, the yes. Edict stuff. It's like that, that yes. doesn't, that doesn't work. And like, it doesn't work. And there's a there's kind of this fine line that you can try to walk, and that like you know I think like last year like Ime kind of walked where it's like it's not quite an edict. It's he'll yell at you when and and, and call you a bunch of bad words if you're doing, <laughs> if you're doing something wrong. But that's a little bit different than just kind of being like it's my way or the highway. That's like hey, pull your head above water, right? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like nicely like edited in your head.
1: Yeah, yeah like that my my head is very much above water um like that you know that there's a big difference i think between those two things and and um anyway that i think i think the edict stuff sounds a lot more like the uh just just stuff that yeah. doesn't it's work why patino
0: didn't work it's why right, calipari right. didn't work right. and some of these college coaches these career college coaches aren't going to work because you've done it a certain way and you do you have edicts you say we're going to lay down the law and people these pros are like mm, you got to have a certain cachet. Now, Ime did have some of that cachet because he, but he get in the league.
1: He, he yep. is. He was in the league. He knew what he was talking about, and it was a different kind of cachet too. Like it was a it was, different kind yeah. of cachet. The reason Brad I, Stevens did work is because he didn't do any of that stuff, right?
0: If I went in there and took Ime Udoka's script or any other successful guy and said the exact same thing, and the, let me let me get that, let me capture the essence of it, and say all the same things, they'd be like. Screw you. Shut up. Who the, who the hell are you to tell us <laughs> yeah. this? Like, yeah. oh, it's the same thing Ime was telling you guys last year. But like, yeah, but that's Ime. It wasn't it wasn't what he said, it was who was saying it and how right. he said it. That's the thing. And I do think Joe Missoula actually does have some of that. They do respect him. I yeah. don't think I don't want to confuse people and say Joe doesn't have that. Don't mistake the fact that Joe doesn't come out and blast these guys in the media as he doesn't go behind the scenes and say, you know. Whatever you know, he's not tough on these guys. But all that said, side note, I think Missoula is actually stepping up some of that too, because last night he was like, "Just because we won doesn't mean I'm happy with it." So that that's kind of a little bit of a departure from him. I think he's starting to get a little bit tougher too. But regardless, the 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 bulk of this has to be figured out between the players.
1: Yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's, that's the larger point here. I, I sidetracked us a little bit by, with the Jim Boylan comparison, but um, the, the, the point being like the, these guys are adults who can figure it out. Who can, uh, who, who can, you know, just uh just adult their way through it. Like you, you yeah. have to, you have to win games. You've learned how to win a lot of games. Like I, I, I looked this up the other day, you know, what's, what's kind of crazy is like you go back to the 2010 season, right? Where the Celtics um, were like the four seed or whatever. And then they like, they, found a way to kind of storm through the playoffs that Celtics team had been to has been to like consider like I think it was like it was one or two fewer conference finals than this current Celtics team Mm -hmm. has like you want to talk about like yeah obviously there's a bit of a regular season malaise going on here and maybe that extends to the playoffs that's certainly plausible but like these guys are adults who have been in the NBA for a long time and who have been in a lot of playoffs and know how to win playoff games like I I know they're young but like if they get together and they talk and they kind of figure it out, I do think that there's a, a reasonable chance that they can kind of, ca- kind of come together and still put together the type of playoff run that they want to put together. As long as they
0: come together and they say, okay, do we trust each other? Yeah. Then yes. Yep. Do you, I trust you to give the ball up. Like Jalen should be like, "I tr- if you trust me to get the ball back to you, I will but i got to trust you to give the ball up to me. Yep. And if you get to that point, then they're golden. Seriously, that, that one sentence or those two sentences, however you put the punctuation in there, is the I difference think. between this team flaming out and potentially winning a title.
1: Yeah.
0: If those guys trust each other and trust each other to move the ball, that's it. I've said it a million times. You move the ball, everybody gets a shot at it, the right guys are going to get the right stats. It's, it's an irrefutable law of basketball. When the ball moves and everybody gets a chance at it, the ball movers will move it, the shooters will shoot it, the rebounders will rebound it. That's always going to happen, but you've got to play basketball the right way. If you don't, then the wrong guys, Marcus Smart, are going to be shooting it. That's not what you want. The wrong guys are going to be trying to passing it, which is, like Jalen, sometimes right, You're trying to do too much. The wrong guys are gonna be trying to rebounding it, which is guards being stuck inside trying to to, to rebound, and, and your wings not rebounding well. Move the ball, play the right way. It's all gonna fall into place. These guys just gotta believe it. Jason Tatum's gotta put this slump out of his head. Jalen's gotta put the lack of crunch time touches out of his head. Smart's gonna put whatever injuries or Everything else out of his head, it's all gonna go out of their heads focus on playing good basketball get to that point they're fine they're fine they're good that's a title team but if they're not
1: man it's like a second round exit waiting to happen yep it's a second round upset for sure oh, yeah. um before before we before we wrap things up can I give you the one uh, Jalen stat that I didn't get to use that I think is like uh, just kind of a cool sure one? Uh, uh so of every NBA player on nbastats.com averaging 10 or more drives per game. So that's about, there's a, that's roughly 50 players. Jalen is seventh in field goal percentage on those drives. Wow. And that, that's like guys like, you know, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, like who are below him, right? Like, like any, like, you know, Devin Booker, like guys like that are below him it's like Hmm. um I want to say it's like it's it's if I remember it was like DeMar DeRozan a couple of guys who haven't played as much like Zion and Kawhi sure then like you know a couple of other like Luca was one of the guys who was above him but like he is as elite at driving as anybody in the NBA he is he is that he is that guy yeah um, when it comes to getting to the basket and um I, I just uh Thought that was a cool stat. And I, he's been he's been great getting around the rim. So that's my uh That's it. Uh, that's my finale.
0: All right. That's a good one. We're gonna end on that one. Jalen Jalen Brown, important to Boston's success.
1: He's so good, man. He is
0: he is so good. Man, uh if these guys play to their potential, dear God. <laughs> I wish they could see it the the way we see it. Because they can. Uh, they did it for all of November. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but that's that's a whole other thing which I've talked about in the past. All right, we're going to wrap it up there. One uh, thanks to uh, thank you Tom Westerholm for uh, hopping on. Appreciate you, man. Tom underscore NBA on the tweets. Uh, remember tomorrow uh, the Friday night game, which is tonight when you're listening to this podcast. But Friday night game is at 10 o'clock start, which means I'm not going to get a chance to do post game podcast. Uh, if for some reason something incredibly amazing, uh ridiculous happens, I can I can record something quick on Saturday afternoon. But uh that there's a game Saturday night as well. So my plan is not to do bonus podcasts this weekend. I'm just letting you guys know up front, not to do bonus podcasts. What I'll do is on Sunday, I will try to record early and have that just kind of be the encompassing. That'll be the Monday podcast, just an early drop that covers everything. So that's the plan. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. It's on every app out there. Watch the show on YouTube, ring the bell, get notified when I drop a new video. And then you can hop into the comment section, join the conversation there. And I would love it. If you shared the podcast, spread the word, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your social media followers, tell random people on the street. They should be listening to and watching the lockdown Celtics podcast here on the lockdown podcast network